If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This week in PlayStation, get out of my shot. Go away. <laughs> this week in PlayStation, we are reviewing Persona 3 Reload. <laughs> we'll have all this and more, including the death of blessing, because this is PSI Love You XOXO. <laughs> Welcome to PSI Love You XOXO. That's Joey. That's Barrett. That's Blessing. I'm Greg. And if we, lo if you love what we do, <laughs> get the kind of funny membership on Patreon or YouTube so you can get each and every episode of PSI Love You XOXO ad-free. You can usually watch us record it live. Jesus Christ, Kevin. <laughs> That late, Kevin? It wasn't even worth it. Watch us record it live. Or, of course, get my daily vlog series, Greg Way. Uh, you can get PSI Love You XOXO for free with ads and without the exclusive content on YouTube and podcast services around the globe each and every week. Thank you to our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining. Today, we're brought to you by the Kind of Funny membership. But let's start with a Persona 3 review for you. Joey Barrett, welcome to the stage. This Thank is big you. for Thank us. You. Yeah. We're always happy to have people We're on the stage on with us. I liked our one-on-one time. <laughs> the one episode? <laughs> uh, one episode so far. It was great. Completely different PS I Love You yeah. look this year. One episode so far. That's been the one-on-one. -on -one. I'm happy that we have, we're just swimming in reviews. There's so much to talk about all the time. Too many video games. Too many video games, many but games. are there too many great video games, ladies and gentlemen? It's time for topic of the show. Tots, 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 tots. Persona 3 Reload is here in a review embargo out February 2nd. Of course, the original version of this game, 2006. Yeah. Outrageous. 18 years. Nearly 18 two years. Your year of high school. I got to do the, the this was my first Persona game. Mm. Uh, Jeff Haynes, of course, reviewed it back in the day for IGN right. once, then twice for Fez, and yeah. then I did, PS, I did Persona 3 Portable mm -hmm. on PSP. So it's crazy to be back here once again talking about Junpei. Yeah. Talking about what's happening here with C's. Yeah. Uh, it's an exciting time. Joey. Yes. I'm most excited that you've joined us. I It is exciting. I'm what is your show. history for people who don't know with Persona? I've literally only played Persona 5. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved it. Yeah. Um. I It was one of those ones that I played not on release, but like later that year. Sure. And I had never really played a JRPG, but everybody was talking about how good it was and the music and everything. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this. Particularly the, uh, the, the music. I remember, I think the thing that got you to start it was, uh, this was back in the PS4 days where you actually had themes for your consoles. Oh, remember yeah. And I had the M Morgana oh, uh, Persona did. 5 uh, <laughs> theme and Joey was over and it was like the da 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 She was like, damn, this is real good music. Maybe I should check this game out. So, yeah. yeah. I feel like so many people, like you were talking about it. This was in the days of trivia. So Goldfarb was talking about it. I was like, I should maybe check out this Persona game. <laughs> well, a lot of people are losing their entire lives to it. Exactly. So I played it. Absolutely loved it. 
Uh, never ended up going back to Royal because I feel like Royal came out maybe a year later. I was like, I don't know if I have another 90 mm. hours. You previewed it for us uh, back in the day. I did. Yeah, yeah went down to, oh, yeah. less than I went that down was, to like, LA. My <laughs> second month, first month working at Kind of Funny. Yeah. We went down, down to LA and they did a really cool thing. Like, man, did. traveling a lot for this job. I'm sure this will go on <laughs> yeah, forever. Like, I can't wait to keep traveling <laughs> January everywhere. 2020. But yeah, they like um, uh, turned the preview event into like a classroom. So we're all like our, at our own desks playing the game. It's pretty cool. It's very it cool. really fun. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so then it was, I have tried to jump into uh, Four Golden. I do the thing where I play like 10 hours and then I'm like, I don't know that I have pushed sure. through that barrier yet. But I never got very far with, the, with that one. And then this one, I was like, it has a cute dog. Maybe I'll get really into this one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I was really excited to jump in. I'm still only like... 20 hours in, I feel like I'm still only. I love no. it. I love reviewing Persona <laughs> games. I'm only 20 hours I in. I know. I was like, and I wanted to play more, but I just didn't have time this week. But uh, yeah, I ha I'm having a really good time. It's so hard to even say how I feel about this game because I do feel so early. I'm like, even with Persona 5, I remember being like 40 hours in and still getting tutorial prompts and of stuff like that. So having a really good time so far okay. um, and definitely excited to play more. I'm a little bit scared because I played a lot yesterday. It was me on my Steam Deck on the TV. I watched the Chiefs game and I watched the 49er game. Then I got really into one of those games and then maybe let my Steam Deck die and can't remember the last time I saved. So maybe mm. not as far as I thought I was. Interesting. <laughs> I like that. Barrett Courtney, mm. for people who don't know, what's your history with Persona? Uh, it's crazy that it's been nearly seven years um, since Persona 5 came to the, the West. Uh, I remember I was assigned uh, to it for IGN for like a... Uh, gameplay videos and, and stuff and I was actually like really like bummed that I had to play I was like I don't want to play this like JRPG yeah because yeah, uh, yeah. I hadn't really I been skate into games yeah like, I hadn't <laughs> been into JRPG since I was like a wee little lad so I was assigned to it for work and um I remember like playing the first 10 hours and getting through like the uh Kamoshida dungeon and being yep. like damn I have fallen in love with this game this is really special and slowly uh played uh Persona 5 throughout the the rest of the year uh, I remember actually, this was back in the day when Blessing was still uh, doing OK Beast and he hit me up to write a personal top 10 and it was like under the wire of like trying to finish Persona 5 so I could like feel good about actually solidifying it as my game of the year that year. Um, so yeah, I, I came in with uh, Persona 5 um, and then slowly throughout the years had, had been playing uh, through the rest of the series including uh, uh, spinoffs and all that stuff. Uh, you know, the the pandemic gave me a lot of free time. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah uh, to the point where I actually came out with a video last November ranking every Persona game in the series, uh, not including all the different versions because, you know, you brought it up of like there's Persona 3, then there's Persona 3 Fez, and then there's Persona 3 Portable. I'm not doing all that. So, uh, yeah, that came out uh, last November. So, yeah, I didn't... Went back, played the originals all in all of their... Aged glory and all that, and yeah, it's have been crazy because yeah. I went back and reread my Persona Portable review, then I mm -hmm. went and read Jeff's original Persona 3 uh, review. And to think back of like the portable version, I'm complimenting it on giving you full control of your party because in the original Persona 3, you didn't have full control of your party, oh. you controlled the protagonist, and you told the other guys, like, well, assist or do this or do yeah. that. I'm like, oh my and god, the, for the uh Persona ranking video, I, I the version of Persona 3 that I chose was Fez, yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's still a big sticking point for how yeah, I feel about right. that game, yeah. Uh right now, how many hours into Persona 3 Reload are you? Uh now after finishing Persona 3 Reload, uh rolled credits Seriously. yesterday. Um it took me nine roughly 96 hours. And I say Good roughly Lord. just because there's a couple times I'm in the middle of a battle and then 
Lulu needs to go out on a sure, walk sure, or sure. a couple times. Can't I trust was, that game clock, I understand. Yeah, I, I try to do my best to, like, save immediately and then, like, go to my load file just so I could have, like, as accurate of a, of a time uh, thing as possible. So it was, like, roughly 96 hours okay. um, over the course of 16 days. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's when it gets complicated. Uh, Bless, what's your history with Persona? Yeah, Persona 4 Golden uh, was the first Persona that I played and got into. Yeah, my man. Yeah, let's go. Great. Played one. it on the Vita. Yeah, you um, did. It was God's, actually God's Country. Persona for God's Country. God's console. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, th that was a game that I had uh, gotten when I first got my Vita. And it was the same year, it was the same time that I moved to Seattle for the first time. And for the only time. Uh, and I was new to the city. I didn't really have any friends. And I had started uh, working this new job that uh, I would take the bus for. And it would take me like an hour to get there, uh, there and back every single day. And so I bought a Vita. And it was like this really cool thing of, you know, starting off Persona 4 Golden, it being like the only Vita game that I got super into, at least at the start of it. Um, and it kind of like filling in the gap of, man, I don't know anybody here. I'm not really making friends here. Like in Seattle, all this stuff. And Persona 4 Golden kind of filled in that void of, oh man, I'll just hang out with Yukiko. <laughs> and like hang out with, I'll, like, I'll make friends people. with Yosuke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna hang out with these folks. Um, and it, it was such a, I think one, because it was such a different kind of RPG, but then also it was such a, you know, vibrant, friendly, upbeat kind of game. It grabbed me in a way that I wasn't expecting. And I very much fell in love with it to the point where it is one of my favorite games of all time. Nice. Like I'll say Persona 4 Golden is in my top three if not top five nice. um but yeah fell in love with persona 4 golden uh persona 5 came out later yep. played through that and like i really like persona 5 i think it, persona 5 truly hit for me when 5 royal came out and mm. i felt like that really um upgraded a lot of the systems and elements they had going on there in terms of uh, uh gameplay and like some of the added story stuff really hit for me as well and so persona 5 royal at this point also i'm putting in that conversation of like in my <clears throat> top 10 top 15 top 20 games um but yeah like i'm somebody who persona 3 would come around and i'll see it and i'll like entertain the idea of going back and playing persona 3 but i would hear people talk about the versions of oh well there's three portable but then also there's th three fez and like you know this one has these good things about it but this one has these other good things about it and it just never lined up in a way where one there wasn't a, a good sale i could find on vita <laughs> for mm. it uh that hit and then also yeah like i think it started to get lost in time a bit as time went on and sure. so that's why i'm very happy to have uh, reload come out how long have you played this one so, so far, I am around 33 hours. Okay. It's that tough thing of I started playing uh, Yakuza when we got code yep. for that. And then, like, there was a day where I got a, a message from you that, that was like, all right, uh, Tekken code is in. And then later, or I think it was Persona 3 code is in. And then later, yep. it was Tekken code is in. And I'm like, shit. All right, cool. And you were so fucking bullish. Yeah. Like, I can do both. I yeah. can do both. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I don't think you can. The, the plan, because I had been pushing this uh, for, for months, was I, I wanted, personally, Blessing to be the lead reviewer for Persona 3 Reload, just because I thought it would be fascinating for you to enter in, uh, into this world with fresh eyes and mm -hmm. kind of look at it in that context. And I think it was the day after we got Persona 3 Reload code, because, yeah, like, we got... Uh, P3R, and then an hour later, we got Tekken 8. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, you texted me, like, on a Saturday, and you're like... Yo, I, yeah, think I, need, I, I think I need it's you to be the reviewer. Like, you mentioned the 90-something hour. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. And then I started thinking about my gaming in the last month, and I'm like, oh, no, I guess that, like, like kind of lines up, because I put in, I'm, I'm approaching 40 hours of Tekken, yep. and I put in, like, 10 hours into Yakuza, and, and now, yeah, I'm 33 30. hours, yeah, yeah where yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not going all, I'm not cross-pollinating like that. My life was just Persona the last yeah. two weeks. <laughs> and that's why I do want to know, Barrett Courtney, mm. is this the definitive version of Persona 3? 
Do you want me to answer that, or do you want me to go into my review, or? I want you. you I, I, if you, I, how do you want to approach it? You mm. can start with just telling us what your score is. Yeah, so this is a this is an interesting uh, review for me personally. I, I think this is a challenging one because I've played Persona Three before, sure. Um, and the version that I played was Fez, which was a game that I played fifteen years too late. Um, you know, had to work around like all of the complicated, very dated systems from that game. Whether it's the not being able to control your party members, the fatigue system, uh, dungeon crawling, all that stuff. Um, Despite all of that, I would already say that like Persona 3, uh, Fez, to me, already was a 5 out of 5 amazing game. And so the challenge for me in this review, for Reload specifically, is I wanted to come into it and kind of look at what Reload does as a remake and not be as emotionally charged going into this review because the the story and everything that I already knew Persona 3 was means a lot to me. Um, and so with all that, all of that said, I do think Persona 3 Reload is a 5 out of 5 amazing remake that enhances every aspect of Persona 3 from the story and presentation to the dungeon uh, crawling uh, kind of loop while not getting in the way of what made the original Persona 3, mm -hmm. whatever you uh, quantify that as of Persona 3 or Fez or Portable, not getting in the way of what made Persona 3 special. Sure. So, yeah. Uh, if you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, I want to read you the official description <laughs> of Persona 3 Reload and then read something a little bit older. Dive into the dark hour and awaken the depths of your heart. Persona 3 Reload is a captivating reimagining of the genre-defining RPG, reborn for the modern era with cutting-edge graphics and gameplay. Uh, I then want to jump to a little review I did <laughs> in 2010. What I like is this thing. Uh, again, Persona 3 for me was... The, Persona 3, period, mm -hmm. was my first Persona. Yeah. It was Jeff Haynes saying, you need to play this. You'd really dig it. I really dug it. Persona 4 came to PS2, really dug that. Reviewed, of course, well, in between, I uh, reviewed the Persona 3 Portable, did Persona 4 Golden for Vita back in the day. Um, so this is really an interesting time stamp on my life, right? Uh, my review in 2010 of Persona Portable has this part in there. The thing that's always made me a Persona 3 fan is the story, and that remains largely untouched here. You're a transfer student in modern-day Japan, and upon arriving at your new home, you discover that this isn't just another boarding school. Every night at midnight, the citizens around you turn into coffins, and a tower packed with evil beings known as Shadows appears. Uh, a select group of people have the ability to stay lucid during the dark hour and fight the Shadows. This group is the specialized extracurricular execution squad, Seas, S-E-E-S. So fucking so badass. Cool. So fucking cool. They're all students, and you're one of them. Paragraph break. Yup, it's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer got into a head-on collision with the JR with the JRPG genre. Yeah, which I wouldn't say anymore. I, I'm like, there's better teams than I, Buffy, I, I, but I, I could still fucking nail it. I still fucking <laughs> nail it. Because yeah, yeah. again, uh, you know, you talk about like barely scratching the surface. Like I in the my review things and what I've been popping around on right now, I've done I think an hour, maybe two hours at my desk at mm. most, which is nothing. But it was enough to be like. And I forgot how much this intro fucking slaps and how immediately you're into it. And like, why do you have a gun holster and you're running around? And like, then I, I, you caught me today. I was reading, I went to get my review, mm -hmm. but then I was clicking on the gameplay footage. And it was such a trip to look at the Persona 3 portable. Yep. Hey, click on these things to see, listen in on conversations yep. that I had just played, you know, two days to prior mm -hmm. or whatever it was on my PlayStation 5 in full, you know, super HD and yada, yada, off to the races on it. So then Barrett to turn it back over. You say that it, you know, is a five out of five, and you said remake. Mm -hmm. You say that the other parts are still there and strong. 
what does this do for you? I mean, for you, like when you want to talk about bullet points and like where you start of like, this is what's most impressive for me, where do you start? Um, honestly, there, there's a lot to break down of what I, I find really impressive. I think the, and, and now that we're just like kind of, uh, showing a Strega and some of the, the social stuff that you can do in persona three, the, the first thing that jumps to mind is a lot of the new stuff that they subtly bake into, uh, persona three, like the main story is mainly untouched. It, it, it's still the, the same adventure. If you know what the story is, but they do fill in gaps that like kind of just help build out certain characters while okay. not getting in the way of the the original story which i think is really impressive i i think the the writing and the story of persona 3 was already really good and i think there's something to say about them adding new stuff that didn't feel out of place sure um for bless and joey like and for people who don't know for persona 3 fez like you could not there weren't social links for the male party members of your team. So there wasn't an Akihiko social link. There wasn't a Ken social link. There wasn't a Junpei social link. And I, th I think that was maybe because they were trying to um, focus in on just the team as itself being one whole social link. But then they're like, oh, well, we want romanceable options. So the girls get to be social links. Mm. Um, and that's pretty much the same here. Like they don't have their own social links, but they still have like, new hangout stuff that you can do at the dorm. I, I, I kind of quantify them as like mini social links. You're not like uh, getting them all the way to like a rank 10 or something like that. But they have like their own little story arcs that start from a certain point and end in a place where you're like, damn, that really enhances like what Junpei has been mentally going through mm -hmm. as kind of your friend, kind of uh, his like a self-appointed rival, not rival, but just like there's a bit of clash between Junpei that I think the way that they build out his extra stuff is really, really good. Uh, there's a character, Shinjiro, like this added stuff with him, I feel like really cut me to my core of what they were able to add with him. And I okay. think, again, like it enhanced, I think, the characterizations of these uh, characters who didn't get like a whole lot. There was still a lot in the main story, but like if you want that extra meat there, it, it's there. And it really, I think, just twist the knife a bit more in uh in what the story becomes um and then like we also saw like in the the trailer there there's like new uh scenes with strega which i won't get too much into who they are but you know you didn't see them too much in persona 3 they're like more of like a back half kind of thing and they're really interesting characters and they don't do too much but they add like a couple of things that like really makes the um i'm gonna blank on names because i'm terrible at names but like the the leader of strega like uh, Takaya, I believe is his name, like really like, oh damn, like there's more going on of like how you're thinking about like C's and the main character that's like really fascinating and really cool. Um, and so like that was like the, the, the personal big highlight for me, but then the, the next jumping off point of just like what they do here is a, the big thing that you're doing in this game, which is hanging out in Tartarus, going up hundreds of floors of Tartarus <laughs> and doing grinding. That. Yeah. Know. And just grinding, which yeah, for people who have not played persona three before, like it is definitely very different from persona five. Uh, and even I would say persona four a little bit in terms of, you know, you're not doing um, separated dungeons that all have their own like themes and like their own like little story arcs. The main dungeon that you have is this place called Tartarus, which, uh, again, if you're new to the series and have only maybe played Persona 5, it is mementos like on steroids um, because that's where you're doing all of your kind of dungeon crawling stuff. And 
the additions that they make uh, to Tartarus, I, I think helps like offset like how grindy this game is okay. while not at the, at the same time, while not making it so unbalanced and so like um, not e easy is the wrong word, but there's a lot of systems in like persona five Royal that you could really over abuse, right? Like get Ryuji to confidant level seven and you can start running and like run through like easy shadows. And you have like the eventually like a team XP share where you can just, Grinding is like not even thinking whatsoever. Um, there's nothing in this remake that quite does that, which I, I think was a good choice because I think the this team didn't want to stray too far from like the original grind of Persona 3, but they do add things that I think help offset like the original frustrations of like there is no fatigue system where like if you're hanging out in Tartars too much in one night, you're, some of your party members are going to start to get like tired and then it's like, well... I'm not going to be able to do too much right. after a while, so I do have to leave. Or like, does that affect their like HP or anything? Or it's is been it a couple like of a years. Separate thing. It's it's been oh. a couple of years, and it's all kind of a blur at this point. But yeah. I just I remember it being kind of like an annoying sicking point where it's like they don't quite have that in here. Yeah, you can uh, control your uh, your party members, and then there's also just like the flow of of combat that is definitely like uh, almost exactly like almost exactly like a persona five where you've got like the their version of baton pass with the, which is shift which uh during like a one more action if you get somebody's weakness instead of just that character doing one more action you can toss it to another party in uh in your um on your team but they don't like over like do anything with that like in royal right you had the baton pass and you could unlock perks of baton pass where it's like, all right, when you do one baton pass, it like ups like your attack level and all that stuff. They don't add that stuff here because I think they wanted to still have that level of like, you still got to strategize, you still got to think, all that stuff. I will say like in the first third of the game, Tartar still feels a bit monotonous. Uh, and that's like in the first third of the game as a whole, I was kind of waffling between like a four and a five. Yeah, yeah. But like once you get to the real big meat of not just the story, but the stuff that they add to Tartarus to make it a bit more palatable. That's where I was like, okay, they, they've really got something here. So then I'd like to have Joey jump in here as somebody who is the Persona 5's my jumping on point. It's where I've come from. How are you finding that early in the game? Um, I don't mind it. I think because even before I play, started playing the last couple of weeks, everyone has always categorized Persona 3 in the conversations of the different games and what should I play? Uh, the, it's like, oh, this is just Memento's long term. So I think I was prepared for that ahead of time where I had that already in my brain. Um, it doesn't, I mean, it does feel grindy, but it doesn't because that's also just like kind of what you know you're getting to with Persona. So it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, this is exactly what And the, the combat's just fun. Yeah. You know? It's just, it's very addicting. It's just like a very smooth like experience getting, getting in and out of uh, combat stuff. It's just, it, Make, even though there's not too much structurally in Tartarus that I feel like is like super different in the first third, I feel like the just the combat in and of itself still makes it a bit yeah. more fun. It's yeah. I sometimes when I think about Persona Five Two, like I felt like I got, especially at the beginning when I had truly had no idea what I was doing, where it was like, oh, these floors are so puzzly, and to find your ways up the doors into the things when you in Royal, when you have the grapple and you can like move around, it was like really overwhelming. And this is way more straightforward. It's like, <laughs> there's only, you can go left or right. That's go, kind of, go that way. <laughs> <laughs> you have to find the stairs. That's it. And it just feels way, it feels a lot more approachable, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and the whole time too, I was just impressed that it felt, it didn't feel that different gameplay wise, map wise, all that stuff from Royal. And I was mm -hmm. like kind of preparing myself 
to like, oh, this is going to feel pretty old. This is not going to feel like a modern game, but I haven't really had any of that experience so far. And like, okay. I'm only on, I think the last like floor I got to was like 47. Like mm. I'm still pretty early in all of those, but um, I was pretty impressed. It is just like a totally different mindset, I think, going mm. in with not having individual palaces and just... Are you finding the story beats hitting for you? Are you connecting with these characters? I mean, that's always so many people's hooks to... Yeah, I like all the characters. I haven't found... I think because I'm still so early, I haven't found, like, the one that I like. But it is funny, Barrett and I were talking last week where it's like, oh, Junpei is, like, the Ryuji. And, like, yep. all of the char uh, like character, character types are all very similar. And it's like, yeah. oh, this is, like, the Makoto equivalent kind of character. Um, so I feel like I haven't gotten far enough in the story to, like, have deep thoughts on them individually. Sure, other but it's than working. How, yeah, That's other than how I feel about it. them in comparison to their counterparts in Persona mm. 5. <laughs> and then, bless, similar questions for you. Obviously, you know, Persona 4 being different, obviously Persona 5 being different, but coming back to this and having it be Tartarus the way it is, is that yeah. working for you? Oh, it's, it's working a lot for me. Okay. You know, I, that was one of the things transitioning from Persona 4 Golden into Persona 5 that I, I had to let grow on me was the dungeon design of Persona 5. And I'm kind of, a we I'm kind of weird with this where... I prefer the procedurally generated stuff of Persona 4. Um, I think a lot of the dungeon design in Persona 5, I think a lot of it is great, but it is designed. It is like, oh, we got puzzle solving in here and we have like, you know, specific like specific beats where it is. You are in a casino level and you have to go and get the thing to go go do this thing and then unlock this thing. I like how mindless the exploration of Tartarus is where yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Go left kill, or right. Kill, kill, XP, kill, XP, kill, XP. kill, get the XP. But then also I think you do get to places where you are making choices and it is, all right, do you want to sacrifice going through this door that's appeared? And, and this I know these are new things for reload as well, where like They've added, they've just added in seemingly more stuff to Tartarus to make it a bit more dynamic and how you explore it. And so, like, you come to choices where it is, all right, I know there's a strong enemy down there. Do I want to fight this enemy and risk the SP, uh, the SP and the ability and probably die a bunch? Or do I want to, like, just keep seeing through the, to the end of this dungeon and then maybe come back later? And that stuff I find very entertaining. And I think the way in which it builds and the, the feedback that it has with the social link stuff, like... I think it works so well in this one, right? It goes back to Persona as a franchise. You know, one of my, I think, main points co coming off of playing the 33 hours so far is that, like, Persona just has it. Like, Persona <laughs> just you know, has a franchise and has, like, a gameplay flow. I think just works so perfectly, and I am surprised that more people don't try to ape Persona on what they do because the balance between getting out in the world, doing your life, some stuff, doing social links, uh, choosing what, uh, if you want to work at a job tonight and then make money and then also fill up your confidence and your um, charm, or do you want to hang out with this guy at a bar or do you want to go do this thing? Those choices I think are so satisfying, but then yeah, like- And they all just feed into each other. And they all just yeah. feed into each yeah. other in such a satisfying way where, okay, cool. Like they have uh, fortune telling, which I don't know if that's a new thing or not in this mm. game, but I know there was, they had a, for a version of fortune telling in P5. Um, but you do that, and then that changes certain elements of Tartarus for when you go and do that. And I love all the cross-pollination there. I think it works um, really well. But then to what Barrett was talking about with the combat system, feeling very Persona 5, I am. it makes me think back to playing Persona 4 and how, like, oh, yeah, like, I, I think a lot of these systems have just existed in Persona, even mm -hmm. though they feel super modern, even though it feels like, oh, certainly Persona 5 must have brought this to the table. Going back to Persona 3 and, yeah. like, seeing how certain elements just fit right into this Persona 5 aesthetic 
and it works so seamlessly. That stuff has been very fun. And I think yeah, that was like, another shock for me again, going back to read these reviews for the first time in year decade. Right, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, going back to read them, but going back after both Persona Four, Persona Four, Persona Four Golden, and Persona Five, and a little bit of Royal. Right, of like. Shit, you forget how long Persona has been Persona. Yeah. Like, it's just been this. And, like, there's tweaks and changes. Like, yeah. I think I call out in my review that it's still cumbersome that it doesn't remember what this thing is in the old versions of mm. Persona 3. Whereas now, okay, it helps you along of, like, what this is and what kind of thing you're casting. And I, and I think going back to Persona 3, it almost feels a bit refreshing after playing Persona 5 followed by Persona 5 Royal, where I think Persona 5 is, especially Royal, it's content-packed. There's mm -hmm. so many story beats. There's so much narrative. There's so much going on, and they do such a good job of making each day-to-day -day feel different and feel like there's something uh, to attract you. Persona 3 Reload, I almost feel like I have way more time in Persona 3 Reload to kind yeah. of just, like, fuck around and figure out how I'm going to go about my day. Um, and I think with that, I am playing this game in almost more of a role-playing sense where, you know, I'm, I over the, over the break, I watched a bunch of video essays because I got sick and I couldn't do anything else. And one of the ones I watched was one from Tim Rogers about this um, uh, Japanese game, Tokimeki Memorial, which <laughs> came out, like, early 2000s, late 90s, I think. Um, and that game was, like, the dating sim to make dating sims a thing. And yeah. he kind of, he gave this long review of it talking about, you know, why it hit, what it did for the culture, um, how he played it, all this stuff. And going into Persona 3 Reload, I've kind of had it in the back of my mind of, hey, like, I'm going to school and let me figure out, like, how I want to live my student, my honest student <laughs> life. Like, who am I going to be friends with? Who am I going to interact with? Don't feel forced to necessarily do everything. I know there's a platinum, which we're probably going to talk we'll about. We'll talk about point. trophies at the end. <laughs> but, like, you know, Barrett said something earlier that's made me consider, like, oh, maybe I should give up the platinum dream. And the idea of doing just that play. is so, yeah, and just play. And it's so freeing because it is. Okay, cool. I don't need to get to the end of every social link. Like, I don't need to do every single thing. I can just live this life the way I want to, which might be more philosophical than I mean it. But like, I can just live this <laughs> life the way I want to and have satisfaction and fun in that. And Persona Three Reload, I think, is structured in such like a, I feel like a pure, pure sense in that way. Where mm -hmm. it, this is Persona before Persona, yeah, became Persona Five or even Persona Four. Uh, and I think I'm really digging it for that as well. Yeah, for like for the context, right? For for newcomers, there aren't like. Persona 5 was very much like, yes, there is like one big story, one big arc that's being built up to, but then you had like these kind of like individual mini kind of arcs where it's like, all right, we got to take out a, an abusive teacher <clears throat> or like the CEO of a food company and, and stuff like that. Whereas like Persona 3 feels a bit more natural. And I think like yeah. that's feeds into why the structure feels so freeing because there's, it is m a bit more focused on just like building one big story. Yeah. There are like social links and still stuff like that and smaller stories, but it's not like, there's not like a gun Main to your head. Main story stuff. Oh, actually, there's kind of <laughs> there a... Is. There is. <laughs> but still there's... the fucking coolest way to summon a Persona. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. That's the other thing. Persona! This game is cool as fuck. And like, one thing I want to mention is the soundtrack, because I know they've added some new music here. Oh, my God. Like, there, like, there are songs where... <laughs> Barrett not feeling I get, I get to... No, Barrett oh, loves it. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say... Barrett I think better. P3 is my favorite soundtrack. Whoa! There are certain scenes you get to where it's like... I'm excited. Like I, when I get a sneak attack on an enemy and the music starts, I'm like, "Let's go! We're disturbing the peace, yeah. right?" Or like, <laughs> like when you get to like a certain like nighttime uh, in certain areas where like certain songs kick on, I'm like, "Yo, this is fucking great." I, I w yeah, I want to just like, bring up the uh, in my presentation bullet points. Yeah, the music I think is top notch for sure. Like mm -hmm. uh, the, I'm very attached to the original uh, Persona Three like a uh, uh, soundtrack. And so that was like one of my biggest worries of like if they were going to nail that vibe. And I think like they did a lot of work to like 
there's a lot of tracks that uh, in Reload that I think have become my preferred versions of the Persona 3 soundtrack, which I think is really impressive. There is only one uh, song that I don't think quite hits as hard, and it's uh, Mass Destruction, which was the original battle theme, which they use again here, but it's... Um, there's the new battle theme, which uh, is used when you successfully sneak up on somebody and you have the advantage, but then they use mass, destructi uh, mass destruction to as the, like, if you don't have an advantage or if enemies have an advantage. Mm. And there's just a certain je ne sais quoi about the original female mm. um, uh, singer who was in uh, the original game that I don't think they quite n nail mm. uh, for that track. But yeah, the, the one that you brought up of, like, the... Um, hanging out at night and like yeah. going around the city at night it's so the good. way that they have updated that song like there is a moment where it switches and it turns into a bit more groovy and you have this like really nice like yeah. calming uh male vocal artist come in like do yourself a favor because i know like if you're doing uh stuff at night you might be bouncing around places real quick and you don't get to that part of the song just like hang out at night for like once and just let that entire song play because it is so good it yeah. is so good and it's like it does a really good job of like reinterpreting the original version, but adding new stuff onto it. That's like chef's kiss. And I think that's a, a kind of an example of what this game is as a whole. I have a question about that, but first I have a statement for you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you didn't know the kind of funny membership gets you each and every episode of PS, I love you. XOXO ad free. It gets you the ability to watch lives. We record it usually when there's not some kind of embargo. And of course that benefits go for all the other podcasts. And of course you'd get the Greg wave vlog each and every day. But since you're not on Patreon or YouTube, where we offer the kind of funny membership, here's a word from our sponsors. Kind of Funny turns nine years old today. We could have made it nine days without your support. That's why 2024 is all about doubling down on our shows and making it simpler than ever for you to get the most out of our content. Our revamped Kind of Funny membership is your one-stop shop for all our amazing content, which now includes on a weekly basis, the Kind of Funny podcast, In Review, the Kind of Funny games cast, PS I Love You XOXO, the Kind of Funny X cast, the brand new series Kind of Funny Game Showdown. Five episodes of Kinda Funny Games Daily and five exclusive Gregway vlogs. And five days of streaming fun with me and the gang here in our newly revamped streaming space. It's gonna be filled with a ton of laughter and a whole lot of shenanigans. We'll see you there. That's more than 20 pieces of content a week from an 11 person independent team in San Francisco. That's a lot. And to get the most out of it, all we're asking for is $10. $10 gets you the Kind of Funny membership, and that entitles you to ad-free versions of the shows, the ability to watch the podcast live as we record them, and the exclusive access to my daily show, Gregway. You can get your Kind of Funny membership on patreon.com slash kindoffunny or youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Yes, we are expanding our Kind of Funny membership offering to YouTube so people can take full advantage of the platform they prefer. If you want to go above and beyond the Kind of Funny membership to support us, we will still have higher Patreon tiers, albeit with some changed up perks. We just wanted to make the message as clear as possible that the $10 Kind of Funny membership is for the masses to get all the core content people love. Everything above that is very appreciated. The support means the world to us. You all are the best, but the $10 Kind of Funny membership available on both Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny and YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games is where we see the value of what we do. Kind of Funny is a dream come true and we wouldn't have it without you. We hope if you've ever enjoyed the content, you can support us for at least a month as we prepare for our biggest year ever. Until next time, 
been our pleasure to serve you. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Barrett, mm. you're talking about the music. You're talking about the changes there and stuff. Talk to me a little bit about the, I guess, UI and the vibe of this. Because mm. jumping back into it, it was, man, Persona's always been Persona. But then there's that line of like, well, how much of this is Persona 5 influenced? Because it feels like that, but then there's this. And then even going back and looking at it, it's similar but different. It's similar and different. And, of course, it's talking about like, transitions between like scenes or if like you you see like the ui pop up of like changing dates and all that stuff or the menu stuff a lot of it is very i think lessons learned from how cool the presentation of persona 5 is but i don't think um the vibe of persona 5 overtakes what p3 is because i think they still kind of focused in on the simplistic idea of what persona 3 is like ui was um and so like yes it's very enhanced. It's way more modern of a of a presentation, but I felt like it wasn't. I wasn't thinking every time like a cool transition happened that like, oh, this is two Persona Five. Like yeah, it, yeah, it okay. did okay. feel at home in the Persona Three like kind of universe because it is gorgeous. Like yeah. Yeah. getting in there and starting in the menus. Like At- Atlas has figured like they have figured something out in like their modern games of just making everything look. Cool and the, ca- the character art and like the dialogue looks yeah. great. The character models look really crisp. Like it feels, it does feel like almost like a PS5 jump from um, what Persona 5 Royal was doing on the PS4. I don't know. Do you not? I, I, I agree with you for the most part. I, yeah, I do yeah. have a, a nitpick uh, for this and it's, I think this is the first Persona game that's in Unreal Engine proper. I think oh. Persona 5 was in like, a proprietary engine that they had built based off of uh, Unreal Engine. Mm. Um, and yes, and like they're uh, kind of like in-engine graphics are very much uh, uh, taking from inspiration from Persona 5. But because it's Unreal Engine, there, I get a little bit of like an uncanny feeling, run, like specifically in motion and like running around Tartarus. Like there are times where I couldn't get um, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, 4k remake and unreal engine where like that stuff looks really good and then you see it in motion and you're like something's kind of off here like it feels a bit weird i did get used to it after a while but there's so and i think maybe this is because i'm just so used to like how persona 3 looked that mm-hmm. it's just like it looks too good at times it's, <laughs> it's weird i think my, my my nitpick when it comes to like the visual presentation of it is coming off of persona 5 
it, I think because it is taking like a lot of influence and a lot of inspiration from those elements, I feel like a lot of like the transitions and wipes and like presentation and the UI and stuff, it feels more built for Persona 5. Mm. And as a result, Persona 5 still, I think, is a overall way more stylistically just popping game. Yeah. I think this one's still very like more stylish than the average game that you're going to play. It's a very stylish game. But there is like that edge that I think Persona 5 has because Persona 5 has all that stuff that was stuff built, built, that built, built in mind whereas yeah. like persona 3 reload is almost like how do we redo how do we it take all of what we did for yeah. persona 5 and do it for persona 3 reload so there is like a like a handful of things where i'm like okay i can see how you like you know you switch this up and you recontextualize it or you applied it to this game mm. but i do think that if, if we're like going blow for blow of p5 versus p3 i think p5 still has the style edge to it that's fair uh in a similar vein the there's a lot of animated cutscenes and they go kind of back and forth uh between like redoing cutscenes from persona 3 either in engine uh which is like really cool to see that stuff like in uh in like the engine 3d like models um and then there's like the 2d animation stuff that they have a lot of um there's something like it looks really good uh the i think the studio that did it was um oh shoot it's um i think wit studio trigger uh hold on let's alt uh, or no wait is it control f the avatar people control f wit uh yeah so it was done by wit studio uh who did spy family uh they're the uh, studio that did spy family um and i don't (laughs) like i i kind of miss there's some again a certain je ne sais quoi about uh the um animation like the 2d animated cutscenes from the original that is such a vibe of the early 2000s like anime the way they would like uh cut between certain things that i I do think is lost a little bit in translation that i do miss and it's also um wit studio wasn't the uh same team that did the animated cutscenes for persona 5 that was uh production ig which uh the studio that worked on haiku if you're familiar with that so there's something a little bit off there but it at the same time there are some there are some recreations in the uh, animated cutscenes that are just like mind-blowingly good still. Um, but something I wanted to call out of like a little bit of like because we're modernizing it a bit. I, I missed there. There's a certain vibe that I think Persona Three nailed in like the anime kind of early 2000s style. Joey, on this vibe level, is the vibe different enough to make it engaging for you, or does it just feel like it is a Persona Five clone? Um, I mean, <laughs> truly the biggest thing to me that makes it different than Persona is just the that dog. it's like color graded is blue. I don't think that there's like, I don't feel like this one has a visual style that's as Identity. distinct. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah um, As Persona 5 does for me. Um, so I, I don't know if that's a criticism of this game in particular, if I feel the same way about sure. Golden, if I get there and it's just like, oh, this is just the yellow one. Golden so much. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like <clears throat> this one doesn't, and I like the music in this one. Part of me just thinks, do you just love the per- first persona game that you played? And then mm. it's just hard for everything else to like, do you just compare everything else against that or it's like I, Mario Kart? Yeah. 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 Right. I, that and y- Yakuza too. That was always been my argument with Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Like he dropped in that first time and it's like, oh fuck. And then for me personally, the more they've come I'm like, oh yeah, it's just more. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think honestly, so much of it is aesthetics in, in storyline. Mm. Where again, like, you know, Persona 5, and I've played so many Personas before it, but I still haven't rolled credits ever on Persona 5. I just end up running out of gas and I got to go review the next thing and I'm not drawn back. And going back and playing a little bit, but more rereading my reviews of Persona 3, I was like, 
for me, like the horror movie guy, like the coffins and the thing and shooting yourself, I'm like, that is just such a better rapper for me mm-hmm. than the Phantom Thieves, like yeah. which, who are super cool. And I don't, I'm not talking shit about them, but it was like, I liked that more. And I think even Persona 4 with like people getting hung and like all this yeah, stuff, it was like, yeah. damn, there's like some fucked up shit I'm really trying to get to the bottom of here that worked for me so well in that. Mm-hmm. I think that was more characters. This was more setting. Mm-hmm. So I think there might be that kind of argument to why mm-hmm. they work for some people or don't or blah, blah, blah. Yep. Yeah, and I like all that horror stuff. I think maybe as I get further in, then that'll be more present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm just still... It's going to school trying yeah, to answer, yeah. answer these goddamn test questions, right? I, I've had to Google so many of them while I've been playing. Do you know, it makes me feel oh, like an idiot. I was going to say, because for the test questions, you can just press like the... Oh, yeah, but it was for the exams at the end, uh, where it like do it for the calls exams. back yeah. all the other... I don't know, just pay attention, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Are you taking notes, Joe? Yeah. Come on. Sorry that I'm not Take paying notes. attention about pendulums. <laughs> I learned so much playing Persona uh, 3. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I learned a lot about pendulums. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah. graphs and shit. Learn a lot about magic. Oh, my God, let me tell you about that dude's oh, lectures yeah. who just... Fucking oh, go yeah. on. I learned a lot about paganism, <laughs> which, mm, like, yeah, yeah. let me tell you, I didn't know a lot about paganism before. Now you're an game. expert. Now yeah. I can tell you a lot about paganism. Do you really <laughs> used to worship a lot of gods? <laughs> and still, um, I th- there was another thing I wanted to highlight in this game, but I forgot what it was. Oh, it was to what Joey was talking about in terms of like kind of where you're at with it. I'm also still in the place where I feel like I'm waiting for the story to pick up a bit, and I don't mind it because I'm still having a blast. Like one of my notes is that this game is just so easy to play. Like I'm losing yeah. so many hours. I think part of that is. Going back and forth from the dungeon to the life sim, I have I have goals, right? Like what as are soon your as I'm, goals? Well, my, my my goal is to get to the end of the dungeon. Like okay. like I come out I of the dungeon. You spent, like you're like I'm really hard on this track yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. team, or I'm really one of these student buddies. But also, I guess it also is that because it is all right. I have this meal that I just bought from this guy that I need to put in the fridge so I can give it to Elizabeth, and oh, I have that. I have in the back that one of my too. Mind. Yeah, and like while I have that in the back of my mind, I'm also like there are some plants that I planted on the roof mm-hmm. that I got to make sure that I harvest. Yep. Uh, but also, I'm trying to uh, hang out with this with this dude. His name is Sumitsu. You know, he's just hang, he just hangs out in the middle of the town. And I like, he seems all right. I don't know. He eats a lot, but he seems like he's good hearted. <laughs> There's also my friend. Let's not throw stones at people who eat a lot. All right. Like, I don't but, think like, we need this to This guy eat eats a lot. You know, like he loves food. That's his whole thing. He loves food. Yeah. But also, you know, there's a classmate of mine who's just he needs help you know like he's trying to flirt with people he shouldn't be flirting oh. with and i'm like let me tell you guys like uh, uh, i could not finish <laughs> that i could not finish that social link again. i'm like that i'm was... like one level from finishing that social link and i'm trying so hard to like get this man up back like to to level up our relationship because i need to know how it ends um oh. but because of all these different things that i'm juggling i'm like when i'm back into the life some stuff i am just like losing hours to it because mm-hmm. i do a thing and then time passes and then another thing pops up and i'm like Got to make sure to do that too, mm-hmm. and I almost want to start taking notes of things that I know I I need to get back to. Yeah. But then I'm back into the dungeon, and now like my goals change. Right mm-hmm. now it is all right. I want to make sure I get leveled up with these characters. I want to make sure that um you know I'm doing these missions for Elizabeth and all this stuff, and it just keeps you involved. And I think I'm finally at the point now, 33 hours in, where the story's like starting to yeah. heat up in a way where I'm like, oh okay, things are happening. Yeah, like, yeah. Things you're introducing characters like. Shit's popping off, but it is 33 hours. I'm finally getting there. Yeah, that that and that's why I was kind of waffling in that first third of the game, where I was like, "Yeah, this is like really good." And I kind of forgot like how a, a bit slow the beginning is. And then once I start getting to the stuff that you're about to get to, I do think it it does pick up. And as soon as I got to like the first big one, I think it, without spoiling things, you're almost in like summer vacation. Uh, I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah, um, that's when stuff really starts to pick up. And like in that first beat, I was reminded of like. Oh no, we've got we still got 
a whole play and ride left of uh, of emotions and, and story that's really really good. Um, so I, I I think I think it'll start hitting for you a bit more. But yeah, I was mm-hmm. definitely in the same boat. Like, I will say it is it's hitting for me real hard. Like I could see it's it's tough because to the conversation of is your first persona going to be your favorite persona? I go I don't go back and forth with five and four. I think I'm pretty definitive on four, and I think part of that is because it's my first. But also I think if I replayed it, maybe it becomes more of a conversation. Persona three reload though, mm-hmm. as I play it, I'm like. I could see this one maybe becoming my favorite. Like, I'm having such a good time with it, and I do like the vibes. I do like taking out the evokers and shooting the personas out of your head or whatever it is. Um, I like the soundtrack. There's so much good stuff happening here, and I think on a gameplay level, <laughs> it's just vibing with me. I like Tartarus. I like the procedural generation of it. I like going back and just fighting shit. Um, you know, I like the fusion and all the stuff they, they, they do to it to give me the best of both worlds between classic persona and persona 5 like modern mm-hmm. persona it, it's all hitting for me in a way that i think is i, I by the time by the time i get way further into it i think i'm gonna be absolutely in love with this game i got two big things Please left do. that i that i want to kind of uh, shout out I, I talked a little bit about uh changes to to tartarus um which i i wasn't feeling too much in the the first third it, it felt like they really just wanted to kind of onboard you and get you familiar with the flow before they started adding their their new stuff something that you mentioned earlier blessing was uh um uh, the monad stuff which if memory serves me correctly monad and persona 3 fez was like a late game thing i think to like kind of help ease the grind a bit near the end of the game when if you want to get up to like level cap and all that stuff um monad is like definitely reimagined this time around they introduce it way earlier um it is something where every once in a while if you go to a floor there's this big ass door and you're like oh what's behind there and yeah it is like usually a a tough enemy that you go in and uh, get a bit more xp and then there will be some chests there that'll help you either uh craft some things i think every once in a while you might get uh like some armor or something like that and then there's also uh monad passages uh that also get introduced um which is like three you don't have to do them back to back to back, but you can like three tough fights in a row um, that at the end, I won't spoil like gameplay wise what the, uh, what the benefits are, but also kind of feed back into like helping the the grind a, a little bit and giving you more options to, to play around with when it comes to um, uh, the shuffle time and all that stuff, which I, I found really cool. The big one uh, is uh, they added something called Twilight Fragments. So these blue little crystals that you can use to unlock chests uh, that uh, you find throughout Tartarus. Uh, if you're on like a normal, le- uh, like just level running around, those chests will usually have just like really helpful like healing items or something like that. Um, on particular floors, they might have like really good armor, really good weapons, or just like fun outfits uh, that you can have your character play uh, in. Um, but the crazy thing that they introduced, uh, and again, I think this is a good example of what they were able to bring in to modernize and help offset some of the super grindy parts without it being over abused is something called the great clock, which if you use these twilight fragments, there is a, eventually they introduce this where there is a chance if you unlock a, a chest using a twilight fragment, this door opens up at the end of whatever floor you're on. That'll take you to this great clock and you go up to it and you can think of two party members and they give you a list of your entire crew. It doesn't need to be just the four members of, uh, that you're rolling with. It's the entire uh, party of C's. And if you pick two members, the next time that they're in battle, 
uh, instead of getting XP, they will jump up to whatever level your main character is at, um, which I think really like helps like offset if like you if you have a core crew that you're rolling with and you want to grind with, but you feel kind of like, well, if I need to use this character eventually, I want to get them up level. And yeah. instead of having to like go through floors again with those people, it's like, oh, I can you use this and like get them up to, to level. Um, and I know when I say this, there's probably going to be some OG Persona 3 fans that are like, oh, they're making it too easy. They Those introduced... fans got to be 50 years old now. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, but, but like <laughs> they, it's a helpful tool that you can't over abuse because okay. in my 96 hours, I think I got that thing like four times. Mm. So it's like, and, and it came at like nice moments where it's like, okay, like I'm not using Ken as, as much in my party. It'll be nice to like jump him up. And like it, uh, a, another reviewer I was talking to in this whole process was able to jump people up like 20 levels. Um, and like something, I, I forget if they tell you in the tutorial or not, but something I tested was, you know, something they do really well in Persona 3 is everybody's their own person. Not everybody is available every night to go into Tartarus, but yeah. you can still choose to go into Tartarus with a certain crew. And so I tested going to the Great Clock and choosing a member that wasn't in Tartarus that night. And it still counted whenever they came back oh, to Tartar. Cool. So it does like kind of carry over, which is really, I think, really cool, uh, especially in uh, certain moments where characters can't uh, come along with you. So again, I think they do, a they tread a really fine line that I think worked out for them of updating it, making it more palatable, but not making it so uh, mindless Persona 5 mementos uh, dungeon crawling, which I, I, I found really impressive. Uh, my last big note, I want to shout out the voice cast. Yeah. I, I think this this was so perfectly cast, and I just I want to shout out so many goddamn people. Uh, Alejandro uh, Saab, who voices Akihiko, and Justice Slocum, who voices uh, Sinjiro, they both gave performances that, like, because I played Persona 3 before, I knew what was coming. I know the heartbreaks. I know the, the, the fun moments. I know all the beautiful stuff, and so... I was interested in like, oh, are these moments really going to hit as hard the second time around? I will say Persona 3 is one of the very few games where I think it actually hits more the second time you play it. And I think the the acting in this uh, really solidifies that. Um, uh, Alejandro and Justice, like, they have scenes in this that, like, just broke me in a, in a couple of ways that I, I, I found really, really impressive. Uh, but not just on the emotional stuff. Like, I want to shout out Alex Lee, who voices the protagonist, um, because in Persona 3, there's a bit more work that the MC voice actor has than the MC voice actor for Persona 4 and Persona 5, and I'm trying to find a balance of teasing things without spoiling things. Um, and Alex, like, really went all out, um, and you really see his range. If you don't know, Alex Lee is the uh, voice actor of Zenitsu from Demon Slayer. And if you know that character, you know he has a very 180 between who Zenitsu is, uh, who he is when he's awake, and who he is when he's asleep. And I think Alex, like, really, really nailed it. And uh, he had kind of big shoes to fill. Yuri Lowenthal was the, the original oh, wow. uh, person to uh, kind of take that mantle for persona three. And I think Alex did such an amazing job. I saw him post the other day where he was like, Hey, this game's coming out soon. And I was really sick when I had to do like the voice stuff for like the first third of the game. And I'm not really proud of it. Don't be, uh, don't, <laughs> don't worry, Alex, you nailed it. Don't worry about that. Yay. You killed it. Um, fucking Zeno Robinson. It is very weird to hear like, thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Joining in. Um, it is very weird to hear, 
essentially kind of the original voice of Junpei, and then also like a teenage uh, version of Hawks from My Hero Academia all at the same time. Like he is so well cast. Um, I didn't realize it, Robinson. Yeah, uh, he crushes it. Um, which I, I, Junpei is, has a very iconic voice that uh, I think Zeno fit like very very well. If they ever do a Full Metal Alchemist remake, uh, you y'all know who to cast as the the main character. Uh, Jake Green, who was here just a couple of months ago for a Starfield yeah. uh, thing, he's the voice of Ikutsuki, which I did not know when he was here. And if I had known <laughs> that, I would have been talking. Nerd it out. <laughs> He is awesome as a Kutsuki. Um, and then if you hadn't told me that Yukari and Mitsuru were recast, I would not have noticed. And I, I don't want to like take away of like, oh, they could have just used the originals. Like Heather and Heather Gonzalez, who voices Yukari, and uh, Allegra Clark, who voices uh, Mitsuru. Like, yes, their voices are so similar to the original performances, but the performances themselves that they bring to this were so, so goddamn impressive. Um, and there's a couple uh, there's a couple cheeky cameos that uh, if you've mm. played other Persona games or you played uh, Persona 3, like, uh, you might hear. And there was one that definitely got me in my feels. I was like, damn, the casting directors know what they're doing in this game. <laughs> so I just I wanted to shout out the voice cast. I know the original voices um, uh, are held very near and dear to a lot of people's hearts. And I, I think the entire uh, cast for this uh, for this remake was they, they crushed it. Ten out of ten. Okay. So five out of five. Yeah. Is this the definitive Persona 3? It's a hard question. To I know it is. You've been, <laughs> you've been dragging your feet all episode on it. <laughs> I don't think I have an answer. Um, and I think that's purely because we've joked about it throughout the entire episode. There are way too many goddamn versions of Persona 3. Sure. It's the original. <laughs> There's Fez that uh, introduced some gameplay stuff, but then also had um, the uh, the answer, which is the a huge kind of epilogue for the main story of Persona 3 uh, that takes place after the events of the main game. Um, that's a 20 to 30 hour endeavor in and of itself. Uh, there's Persona 3 Portable, which has the whole FMC route. And I think when you know about even those dated versions, what they are able to offer, it's hard to put the genie back in the bottle mm -hmm. of what mm -hmm. could have also been in this remake. Um, and we knew that going in. We knew that we weren't going to get the answer. Uh, we knew that we weren't going to get FEMC in this, in this remake. And like, the more I was playing through the remake, the more I understood why. Um, you know, I, I really liked the answer. I didn't love playing the answer, but like, I think what that does as a story, I think serves as a, a really cathartic look back of the events of the main story. Um, but also it was tedious as hell and they would have put, they would have had to put a, a, a lot of work into making that uh, not as monotonous uh, as it was. Um, and then the whole FEMC route with Persona 3 Portable, I've not done a full playthrough of Persona 3 Portable, but the more I thought about it, like I know social links are reworked in Persona 3 Portable with FEMC where you can date Akihiko or you can uh, date certain other characters and they would have had to, at least on the social link side, make another remake uh like yeah. on top of this <clears throat> full-on remake um so it i don't think it is the definitive version i don't know i don't think there will ever be a definitive version of persona 3 but i think it is the best version to play in 2024 i think okay. even though that those things aren't included and it would have been nice i i still think if people are like barrett do I, need, do I need to play Persona 3 Fez for the answer? Do I need to play Persona 3 Portable for the uh, FMC route? I, I, I would say no. 
play Persona Three Reload. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the version that you should pick up. Okay, fair enough. And then possibly the most important question: You said you're gonna tell me about trophies. What is going on with trophies? <laughs> Greg, you know that I try to platinum a game once a year, right? Yeah, I do. Uh, try to get just one, just one. Let's yeah. Tell you about Tekken Eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was looking. I eventually started looking through the the trophies. I was like, okay, like. You know, you got your typical get through the story. Uh, I, I feel like they, they took a little bit of inspiration from the, the royal uh, trophy list, which, you know, like you didn't have to do everything, but they no encouraged compendium you. compendium trophy. Yeah, no <laughs> compendium uh, trophy like Persona 5, Jesus Christ. Um, but royal, it was like, hey, go check out this thing over here. You don't need to do all of it, but like, you know, there's options on like the social side of things to check out. And they do a fair amount of that here. Um, I think like as long as you're cognitive of that, like you're just like, okay, I, I'm going to, Make sure to go check out what this cat is up to in, in this alleyway, or you know, like What's hang out cat with, up to in this alleyway. Yeah, or like hang out with Elizabeth and uh, do a bunch of the Elizabeth uh, quests and stuff. Um, but there is one trophy, Greg. Uh, or actually, hold on. Uh, there are a, a couple of trophies, and I'm trying to find them. Hold on. Let's go social. Like so, you know. There again, I like the trophies where it encourages you to test something out. Yeah, you've talked about that for years. Of course, play a little so, bit differently. There's people person unlocked all social links. Okay, cool. Yeah, like you want to at least like get level one on everybody. That's cool. That's fair. Uh, that's reasonable. Um, max out one social link. Easy peasy, nothing sure. crazy. Nurture to romance, if, uh, like uh, if you, you know, want to get the platinum, you know, to date somebody. Um, wow. And then we've got <laughs> a legacy. IRL that platinum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got a legacy of friendships. Max out all social links. Atlas, why? <laughs> why? Why would you do this to me? I personally find it really hard on a natural first playthrough to min-max everything, to use the calendar for like, all right, this is the best day to actually study and not hang out with anybody, and then this is the best day to go hang out with Maiko and uh, find out about her parents and all that stuff. That's not how I play. That's not how my brain can operate. Um, and That's so, essentially you have to play with a guide. Yeah. Yes, that is, you have to play with a guide. Ooh, we don't like or, that. And, this, and it, uh, I will say, playing through it once, it's the only trophy I don't have. And Ooh. so it's going to have to be like, Whenever I emotionally recover from playing it for the uh, reload uh, for the first time, it's going to have to be a new game. Plus, um, I, you know, once I rolled credits, I was like, hey, like you can start a new game and some certain things will carry over. I assume that'll be social stats where I don't have to worry about sending time, spending time like building up to like my courage or my academics and stuff like that. So then I can have more time to actually focus on uh, the, the social links. It's also tough because they add like the Junpei and Akihiko stuff where it's like, those don't count towards social links, but I want to see what they have to offer. And there's still gameplay benefits. That's something I forgot to mention of like, there's still gameplay benefits you get from hanging out with Junpei and uh, hanging out with Aki uh, Hiko and hanging out with um, Ken. Uh, sorry, I blanked out his name. He's uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and so that, that is the one trophy. I'm like, God damn it. I was so close. So I don't know if I'll be emotionally uh, able to play Persona 3 Reload twice in one year, uh, especially a day after. I, I, I can't think about that the day after I rolled credits where I'm still <laughs> kind of dead inside. Um, so may, uh, eventually I'll get to it. I'll want to play this again. Sure. This is uh, a definitely a favorite of mine, but that is the that was the one where I was like, God damn it, they were so close. Um, so... Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm sorry to report that, Greggy. It's okay. 
I mean, I was never going to get it, so it doesn't matter yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, blessing, 30 hours in, are you going to keep going? We are swimming in five out of fives, and the games keep coming. Is this going to be yeah. at the top of your play pile? Uh, I, yeah, for the time being. I think the tough thing is that we are in, not only are we, are we swimming in games, but we have um, a bunch of RPGs and longer RPGs that are coming our way. And so I had to put down Yakuza so I can pick up this game in Tekken. Yeah. And soon enough, we're going to get... Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, right? You have to imagine at some point. And so, like... No, that's coming. Yeah. And so, and I have, what, 60... Uh, compared to, to Barrett's hours, right? 60 more hours of this game to play. I don't think I'll have that done by the time we get Final Fantasy. And so, it's like... Take your time, man. You know, I'll probably Wait. put this down to play uh, Final dude, Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta take my time. And then, like, there are, there are other games as well that we're looking at. And so... And also, I'm Tekken. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> you're out there. You're in the lab. I'm in the lab. I'm fucking... I'm taking people out. I'm kicking people in the chest. Uh, but yeah, I do plan on beating it though. Like, I I don't know when I'm gonna make make that happen, but I'm enjoying it so much, and I I yeah, I want to see it through. Um, that it's gonna be if it's not at the very top of my play play pile ongoing, it's gonna be near there, right? It's gonna be my top three rotation of games. Okay, for the time being, Joey. One of the great parts about being Joey is that I don't have to play nearly as many games as you guys do. Sure. <laughs> so it's real easy for me to be like, this is my game for now. Um, I are you. All of you playing on PlayStation? Yeah. I'm playing on Steam Deck. Yeah. So I can take that with me anywhere. Which oh, let me tell you about the PlayStation Portal, Joey. <laughs> is it running well on the deck? That was yeah, the question. I it runs yeah. great. That, <laughs> like, uh, I haven't had any. Don't listen to her. I, I had people. codes for both, up. and I, I started on, on PlayStation 5, and I got such a solid chunk into PS5, and it was around 10 hours in. I was like, damn, I could have been playing this on the deck. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it was also like... I. I'm fucking sick in the head like Greg, or I'm like, I yeah. kind of want the trophies. <laughs> um, and and yeah. sorry to cut you off, but I, I, I <laughs> want to give a word of advice just because, you Please. know, we're talking about like mm -hmm. um, y'all continuing on and just people out there. Like I, I did joke the uh, cheeky, uh, take your time. I, I would take this game at your own pace. It is a very heavy game. Uh, the people who've played Persona 3 know what I'm talking about. Uh, and I just want to give that kind of warning for people coming in. Um, you will know kind of very early on the theme of this game and what it is all about and the ins and outs of how they tackle that theme can be a lot. Um, so if, if certain things become too much, give yourself a little break. Don't try to rush through it. Don't be like me who put 96 hours in 16 days uh, because it all came out yesterday when I rolled credits and I uh, kind of sobbed for a good 20 minutes straight uh, because there's a lot going on. There's a social link that I started up, rem was reminded what that social link was, and never went back to that social link because of where I'm at emotionally with personal stuff. Um, there's, this is, it, it, it's a lot, it's very heavy, and that's not to say like there isn't heavy things in Persona 5 or 4, but they really... It hit the nail on the coffin with uh, uh, <laughs> with what they do in the story in this game. So that's just my my advice is to don't try to rush through it, take breaks, walk away from it, but continue on. I wouldn't be discouraged because I think it is also a cathartic game. Um, so and a five out of five from Barrett Courtney. Yeah, kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Plus, what else is happening this week in PlayStation? Uh, we got PlayStation picks. Uh, the drop this week looks like this. We got Song of Nunu, a League of Legends story for PS5 and PS4. Grand Blue Fantasy Re Relink for PS5, PS4, and PC. That's another uh, big RPG. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Curse Clash for PS5 and PS4. Uh, Persona 3 Reload for PS5, hey. PS4. And Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League for PS5. Isn't there Hellblade? Why isn't that on the list? There's Hellblade, I think. Right? Then it was... 
No, sorry, yeah. not Hellblade. Uh, Helldivers. Helldivers. Oh, Helldivers. Oh, Helldivers. That's this next week. week. Really? Yeah, this is still the first week of February. It's oh, you're week. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah, thinking yeah. about next week. I understand. It's confusing because it's the first full week of February, but no, no. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Greg, what'd you pick to play on PlayStation this week? I've been playing Redacted or getting ready to play Redacted. And then really I'm in this holding pattern because I don't want to get too deep into Redacted if I'm going to do Suicide Squad. Because we're recording this on Monday. It'll mm-hmm. post first thing Tuesday morning. And my plan is to wake up Tuesday morning, come to the office and park at a PlayStation and play uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, by myself, then with the boys on stream, then by myself, and then come into the games cast and be like, I've played X hours. So here's what I think of it. How many hours do you think you'll you'll have? Well, you're staring at the air, <laughs> can't log into server. We'll see, everybody. That's the best laid plans of mice and men right now to play a lot of Suicide Squad, but otherwise redacted. But even that, I can't talk about it, obviously. But it's also it's a whole thing. I'll tell you about it later. Sick. Bear, what you what you pick to play? <laughs> Nothing but Persona, man. I put ninety six hours <laughs> in the last two weeks. Yeah, uh, but I do want to get back to Yakuza. We did have Yakuza for a few days before we got Persona. Um, I got like eight eight nine hours. Really falling in love with that game. Um, shout out to Roger who sent me a three hour recap video of the entire series so I could be uh, caught up to date on that. Um, really enjoying that, and I want to get back to Prince of Persia as well. Nice. I'm not playing that on places. I'm playing that on a little handheld called the Switch because it seems like the perfect handheld game. Um, I want to get back to that. I've really only put an hour into that, um, but everybody is singing his praises. So, um, and I like those kind of games. Yeah, like uh, Metroidvania is not, Prince of Persia. I'm not like the biggest fan of or anything. Don't like actively hate it, but it's. Yeah. Joey, you play anything about Persona 3? Diablo. Nice. Yeah! <laughs> Are you back to the season to us playing together and bring you back? Yeah, I did. Nice. Do I have my PlayStation set up from when I moved yet? No. But is that my goal for this week so I can get back in because I liked playing last week? That was a lot of fun. I, You know, you, yeah. me, and Mike did a stream where, yeah, we played the new season of Diablo and just a great time. Yeah, and that's about it. That and this, you know? Oh, yeah. And I've been playing Tekken 8. I, I don't think I mentioned on the show last week. I mentioned on Gamescast that I planned to Tekken 8. Um, yeah, feel pretty wow, good about I it. I didn't know that. That's great. Congratulations. Yeah, knocked out my platinum. Was that an easy one? or It's I mean, a very easy platinum. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, that'll it's, be my platinum. It's time consuming. <laughs> it's, well, no, it's just one of those ones where it's like do everything. Like, or like try it, out everything. Okay. I was going to say it's do everything, but it's not like. Yeah. Like, I think the only things that it wants you to complete are the story and then like five character episodes and then like do a certain amount of damage and do a certain amount of like, you know, combo. Like, there are certain things where you had to do a certain number of them, but yeah. all, if you're playing the game naturally, you'll get there in less than 20 hours. Um, Power Picks is saying six to ten hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. and it's, see, like, and I wasn't really thinking that hard about getting the platinum as I was playing it. See, that's uh, that was my favorite. Yeah. Where you're enjoying this game and you can just enjoy the game and you're like, wait a second, yeah, if I like, just oh, do this and that, there you go. Yeah, I just booted up, booted up Tekken Ball, which I wasn't planning on playing. But, then, <laughs> but yeah, now I'm like, since the review, I probably put in almost another twenty hours uh, into it. I've been doing this thing where, while I'm, well, I'm streaming the game, I did this on Friday during the kind of funny stream where every I play ranked and every loss every set loss I'll do 10 push-ups as punishment mm. and it's been it's been a fun like all right we got consequence here and so like and when I say set loss usually when you're playing ranked online it's like best two out of three against whoever you're playing against so like when I lose two out of three I do 10 push-ups and night one when I was playing this game not the best idea because it turns out like right when the game comes out all the sickos yeah. who, are, <laughs> who are fantastic at Tekken, who are like high ranked in Tekken 7, when they pick up Tekken 8, they start off low rank again. Oh, and so I'm no. running into yeah, a lot of go, those go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah, and so I'm like, ah, shit. All right, cool. I'm doing a lot of push-ups tonight. But then over the weekend, I started playing some more. And like now it's kind of it's evened out in a way where I'm fighting more people that are either my level or who I'm better against. Um, and I'm having such a blast. I'm, ha- I'm having Hell such a yeah. Time. Yeah, like I put up a tweet that's like, yo, Tekken 8 is good for my mental health. And it's funny because I typed in Tekken 8 and I typed in 
I think I typed in dopamine into like Twitter search mm. to see how many tweets, how, how much, how many people are talking about this. And so it's many tweets are everything. like people talking about yeah. like, yeah, dude, Tekken is giving me dopamine. Man, it's crazy how good playing Tekken feels. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, we were still under embargo. Right so when you uh, tweeted out Tekken 8 uh, is so good for your mental health. I wanted to respond to you. I have a really good game uh, that'll be terrible for your mental health. It's called oh, yeah. Persona 3. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going back and forth because I'm like, cool. Not it's gonna, balancing out. <laughs> not going to kick ass as, as, as uh, Kazuya or any of these characters. And so, yeah, I've been having, I'm still having fun with it. I, I'm, we'll, we'll see where I'm at. Like, in ter- every, every single time I'm either streaming Tekken or I talk about Tekken, I get people that are like, oh, which is better, Street Fighter 6 or Tekken 8? And I'm like, it's apples and oranges. And you say Mortal Kombat. And I say Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like, um, but... I'm like with my trajectory with Tekken right now, and this isn't a surprise to me because I've always I've been a Tekken person for a, a long time. Um, I think I'm probably at, at the place where I'm probably gonna end up playing more Tekken Eight than Street Fighter Six, and I wow. think it, Tekken Eight might be my my fighting game. Like this might be this might be the one. I wow. forgot that that's something else that I want to get into. I have it downloaded. I have it downloaded. Yeah, you're gonna like you. the story. Yeah. You're gonna like the story. Yeah, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's another episode of PSI Love You XOXO in the books. Remember, you can get that kind of funny membership and watch us record the show live, usually. Get it ad-free, get my daily vlogs, and get those benefits for all the other podcasts only on Patreon and YouTube. If you have no bucks to support us, no big deal. Of course, the show goes up with ads and none of the exclusive benefits each and every Friday, usually, depending on review embargoes and whatever we're into. Joey Barrett, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, this was a fun one. Thanks for having us on. Anytime. I'm sorry, glad you're not just on the screen being small. Yeah. You say you're sorry you talked a lot? Yeah. You're the fucking lead reviewer. <laughs> it would be real bad. People don't like it when I talk a lot. Listen, I played so. a little bit, but I reviewed it a decade ago. So let me talk a lot about it. I don't it. talk on podcasts. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>